Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Back on live, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. Club Quarantine Edition, man. Y'all know the vibes already, man. Love talking to this dude right here, man. One of the illest niggas out now, period. Um, let's be clear on that. I think he's had his transition from 2019 coming in 2020. If you listen to me and watch it, give this brother mad love. Um, friend of the show also, man. I rock with this brother heavy, man. My nigga RJ Payne in the building, man. Payne, what's good, man? You already. What's popping with you, brother? I'm, how you doing, brother, with all this <laughs> epidemic we got going on, man? Pandemic, man, talk to me, man. How's everything going with you, man? Unfortunately, you know, the world is, is, is going crazy right now, you know what I mean? God bless everybody right. that's been touched by this shit, you know what I mean? But for me personally, I'm having the time of my life, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, like, like real talk, man. Like, I right. just put out um, the Cocaine Could Talk 6, man, and when I tell you, I sold more music than I ever imagined, bro. I'm talking about wow. from digital to physical to merch. I'm talking about at a time where the world is shut down, man, people are going in their pockets spending a lot of money. So I'm blessed, man. I don't have no complaints, bro. Are you shocked? Honestly, not shocked, but I'm, I'm, I'm more impressed at the um the, the rate that the sales are picking up. Like, since I sell mm. everything direct, since I, I'm kind of my own boss, I see what's coming in. And, and out of every project, I can see the jump. And it's just getting scary how much more I'm selling, you know, without wow. a big machine behind me. You know, Payne, when niggas talk independent, independent talk, do you laugh a little bit? Because you're really independent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, do you, how do you right. How do you describe your independent when other niggas talk about being independent? Because you're very independent. Right, right. Well, for me, and again, you know, I said this before, but I owe it all to um one of the people on my team, Chrissy Mack, man. Like, I, you know, we're from the era of put it on that piff, you know what I mean, get it out to the people. Yes. And then, you know, once she just pretty much showed me, like, yo, let me build this website, I monetize it, and then you – will be the reason that you're selling music or not selling music. Once I figured out that I could kind of make Instagram my commercial, my reason for you mm. to log on to my website, it was like, man, all I got to do is market, and I can make as much money as my, as my, as my intellect allowed me to make. Wow, man. So, so when you look at the analytics, though, you crazy, sit back. When, when you go back and look at the yeah. analytics, are you, like, mesmerized now, especially with this – coronavirus, you're like, wow, I didn't expect it to merch. Like you said, selling merch, music, right. you know what I mean? Like, right, right. Well, for me, it's, like, it's even easier the way that my website is set up, like outside of the analytics even, like every time I get a sale, not only can I track the person that bought it, your address and all of that, I get it right to my phone. So like every two two minutes, my phone's lighting up. Such and such just spent 100. This person spent 50. Wow. This person spent 20. And this is this is for 24 hours. This is all day. Wow. 
if y'all don't know, please go to imrjpain.com. Let me plug that again, imrjpain.com. Please go on, on a man's website man. right quick, man. Um, Thank you. Are you the underground savior right now? Somebody not having man, this conversation. Man, you know what, man? I don't know, man. Like, I, for me, I just want to keep. I, you know what? I, I feel like I feel like it's it's something new. It's it's a new lane. I feel like now, if you're smart enough, you can kind of sell a whole bunch of records without the yellow tape and the red tape of signing the fucking record contract. Because like, mm. if you're self-made, if you built your shit up, like I built my shit up from 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 nothing. So when you mm. build your shit up and when you go to a record label, you lose a lot of your ownership. So for me, a lot of the record deals that I haven't been able to sign. There, there's never been about money. It's really been about I want to own a good portion of my shit. Mm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So it's, it's it's never been situated like you know I've been courted by damn near every record label, and I could be honest, I, it's not that they didn't have the money. Every situation has been they want more of me than I'm willing to share at that moment. But, but Payne, am I right on this? You know this better than I would. So when I ask you this question, I mean, you know way better than I would. In 2020, does it make sense for niggas to sign with major labels now in 2020? Um, with social like media, while you having your own website, you know what I mean? I think if you have your own audience and the label can enhance what you already do and they're not going to okay. change nothing and they're giving you a bag, absolutely. But it, it really don't work like that. Like, they're going to want creative control and then you're going to have to lose some ownership. And now that's cool if you don't have anything built. If you're a new artist, you probably don't mind giving up whatever because you've never had it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? For an artist like me, right. I come from, you know, you know my story, working at Target yeah. and all that. So it's like, yes. when I make hey, it this point you know, where I'm making... A lot of people paying, before you can... T- I'm going to cut you off. When you broke that down last time he was on the show, you'd be shocked oh. if you read the comments... And niggas hit me up like, yo, niggas was telling me, yo, your inspiration to niggas, like, that nigga came from there into where he's now at. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't that's think, you know what I'm saying? So, that's crazy. You know? Nah, that's, that's the truth, yeah, man. Nigga, like, like for, to come from working at Target to get to this point, it's like, for me to see the money that I'm able to make just off of my music, it, it's going to take a lot for me to give up any percentage of that ownership. Got you, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you feel that you get more love from hip-hop media or more love from the rappers, your your, your compadres? My shit is weird, and does, man, it matter, like and, and does it matter to you? And does it matter to you that you get love from hip-hop media? The rap radars are the world. Flex not calling you up to get a goddamn... Flex, you be having all these corny niggas come up there and rap. My mans can't come in there and spit a 16? Are you fucking crazy? Yeah, you know well, what's how crazy? You feel about that, I used to feel like that. I used to, like, mm. you know, like, when everything first started happening for me, I, I kind of had that feeling, like, damn, they, they don't see what's going on. Like, they don't see the, the, the fucking legends of fucking with me. I used to get really irritated, but now it's kind of like, yo, if I can go on my phone and call Black Dog, call Royce the 5'9", call ooh, 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 any ooh, of my favorite rappers and, and go from getting on the track to getting advice. Yeah, yeah Eric Sermon, if I can oh, do that see. whenever I want, that's worth more, you know, than a write-up on any blog. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, 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 right. Like, I got forever access to these dudes. Like, forever access. Wow. I remember you saying that Royce, I guess, you know, I guess Royce had made a comment to you a while ago about 
not giving us so much music? Absolutely. I'm paraphrasing right now. Do you still feel that? How did, you, how did that conversation go? And how do you feel about that though? Do you still feel that way or? Like I think this is you know this is this is has no one can tell, but it's been very difficult. Like imagine something working for you, and then you meeting your favorite rappers, you meeting the Royce the Five Nines and this guy and that mm-hmm. guy, and they tell you, yo, you might need to slow down, you might need to move different. So what I did now, so it don't become confusing, I just apply their their knowledge when I feel like it works for me. And if it don't work for me, I just don't use it. How do you go about having that gut feeling, though? Is it a gut feeling? Is it you and your team coming to the table? How does that work, though? Well, really, it's me, bro, because like, my team really go off of what I want to do. And, I, I, okay. I, you know, I trust my gut. So, like, everything that I've done from quitting my job to, to just working my ass off to get where I'm at, every step of that, from the videos you see on my IG, I put them together. Mm-hmm. Like, I do everything. So it's like... Wow. Yeah, right, right. So it's like I do everything. So it's like for me to do everything, I, I, I kind of became uh, selfish. Like I kind of don't want to give up. I don't want to give up anything <laughs> to anybody at this point. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Being at your home being at your home and stuck in the crib a lot, all of us are being stuck in the crib, uh, you find yourself recording more, writing more? Oh, man. Are we going to get more music in the next couple me, weeks, months? Me and Royce had that talk. To answer that question, you know, to finish that, yeah, we had to talk, and you know, he, but he know where I'm, where I stand. Like this is this is my bread and butter. This is how I eat. And then I think, being, being as though I was with BSF, you know, I slowed down a lot, you know, and I kind of was moving the way that I was instructed to move, and I didn't put out as much as as my fans as used to be putting out. So this year, man, I'm going back to dropping every two to three months. Mm. Okay. So yeah, expect, what's your relationship with Royce though? You say, oh, what's your relationship with Royce? Though it seems like you and Royce, I, from the from IG looking, seeing you at Eight Mile all the time, like it seems like y'all got some kind of brotherhood going on. Am I right on that? Homie, man. Yeah, like mm. you know what it is? It's just <sighs> Royce seen this before. Like a lot of you know him, Black Thought, they know mm. what it feel like to be in my position. You know what I'm saying? Like to be the new cat, to be like in between um, mainstream and. And, and the underground, I'm, like, right there in that mm-hmm. weird space. So it's like Royce right. gives me mad game. And the best part about Royce, he don't really tell me shit. He kind of wait for me to come to him with a problem, and then he'll wow. kind of give me his two cents. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. Like, I do you rather him sometimes? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You were saying? Yeah, now, I think now at this point, though, like, I see him, like, I, I heard the show, and I think I, I heard y'all remarking about how Royce likes a lot of my posts, and I think that's because he's now starting to figure out how I move. I think he's starting to be impressed, like, damn, this, this nigga always working. This nigga got his videos up. <laughs> like, I think he realizes it's me doing everything, and he's starting to really get impressed by that shit. To the point where he has to kind of respect it, though, right? If you're an artist, if you're a guy like Royce the Five Nine has been there so long, and you're looking at R.J. Payne, it's more like I think he respects the grind so much from you doing everything right. yourself, right? Right, right. From the Instagram post to to making the getting the designs picked out for my merch to mailing the shit out, like I do everything hand to hand, thing myself. So this way, like I'm basically grooming my artists. Like I'm getting it set to where once I'm ready to brand my artists it's going to be easier for them because I can kind of just drop them in my fan base and, and get them to work in my work ethic. Are we talking about Sonny Black and the Fever? 
Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And that's okay. the next, you know, that's the next goal. Like, what people don't know, like, Benny the Butcher knows, shout out to Benny, like, the whole time we was doing the BSF situation, it was labels always trying to figure out, and my son, you know, what am I doing? And everybody mm-hmm. kept saying, like, yo, <clears throat> if you want a label deal, we got something for you. So I never entertained no situation, you know, other than the situation I was in. So now that everything's kind of, you know, not happening, everybody's right. hollering again. So it's like I got a lot of thinking to do. Now, because, you know, how, how it was wild, though, because I was on, somebody hit me and was like, yo, Benny's on live right now. And I clicked on and then when I heard Benny say that, you know, he didn't have no disparaging words for you. Obviously, it was all love from his end. Not as much. He said y'all wasn't. Yeah, y'all wasn't. Was it something that happened that that BSS thing didn't really? Because everybody was like, yeah, happy. Really? like Watson to this day, like he wanted you down with those niggas, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, me too. But if it had happened, I don't think it stops Payne's progress or what he wants to do with the music. Nah, nah, nah. He's still dumb, nice. Listen, at the end of the day, I heard what Benny said, and he was right. It was all business, like. I wish I did have a something spicy to tell you, like that's right, right. spicy. Like it was literally a boring, a boring ass couple of months of my lawyer and they lawyer going back and forth. Right. They say no, we say no. They say no, we say no. It just got to a point where it was like, yo, everybody's situation was kind of getting held up. So we just kind of just decided to mutually look. You still my guy. If you need me, I bust my gun and vice versa. That's just how we carry it. Right. Right, 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 right. Like, right. that's my guy. Like, shout out to Benny the Butcher. Like, in the middle of all of this, people don't even know. We still checking on each other in the middle of Corona. Like, it don't even have nothing to do with um, a record label or a record deal. Like, I, I rock with Benny the Butcher. is my guy. That's my that's my home. It's bigger than rap. Bigger than rap, though, right? Deeper than rap, I would think. Absolutely. Absolutely. You like, I mean? one thing that people got to understand, you can sign a record deal with anybody, but having these people build genuine relationships with you or want to, that's a whole different level. That means you you have an unlimited amount of chances to get a bag or just different opportunities just being around these guys. So I'm I'm just glad right. that we all can agree to disagree. So obviously, and that's what I'm saying. I, I'm glad it didn't, to be honest with you, because I rock with that camp and I, we rock with you so heavy. I'm glad it didn't end and, and nothing ended ugly and despair. You know what I'm saying? Words were, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes shit gets ugly. Well, I'm kind of glad. We can't do and that, Watson bro. and I both agree that. We can't do yeah. Right. I've seen that too many times. I think, like, and, you know, I'm going to say something to you because, you know, I'm a fan of the show, so I listen. So I like Facts. to address Facts. shit at the time. Like, I've of seen course. people That's say true. shit like, yo, he shout out Benny. He was shouting out Benny a lot. People got to understand. Where I'm from in Philly, a lot of these labels and shit think we're not um, loyal. They think Philly artists is a son. It'll not work out, and then we're going to dish you. They think we're going to do some sucker shit just being Philly artists. I don't know what right. right. You know the stigma of Philly niggas. Y'all, y'all give it up, though. You know how y'all give it up, though, Faye? You know what I'm saying? Right. But what I said is right. what they're not going to do, no matter what happens, they're never going to say Payne wanted to outshine Benny. Payne wanted to be Benny. I, I mean, I wanted to make sure that that was never said. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Right, right. The most definitely. And, most and definitely. I think I did a great job at playing my position and paying homage to somebody that kind of did help me level up a little bit more than I was. Right. 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 Like, come on. Niggas act like when they get their jobs working for $7 that you don't talk to your boss a little nice. Come on, man. Yeah. That's, that's facts. That's factual. That's factual. That's actual fact. You know what I mean? 
Niggas talk shit. nice to a boss that's that's not paying you at all. So Benny never paid me. Benny showed me how to go get a big bag on my own. Why would I not say the nicest shit possible about Benny anytime right. I'm on a microphone? Right, 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 right. Wow. I think um, that's just this... leave. I think. Hmm? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I want you to finish. I apologize. No, I want you to finish. No, no, you got me interested in what you about to say now. Does this leave what? No, because I, I, I'm, I'm just happy to say I feel like you, and to be honest, and I said this to Watcher, man. I always felt you and Royce. I don't know what it is. I like that connection. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm bugging, a lot of people but I say that. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of people say that, man. Like, yo, listen, you're gonna see music. Like, to say you want to hear a song with me and Royce is an understatement. It's really now at this point. <laughs> you know, they they don't move like regular dudes. So it's like mm-hmm. when Royce make a move, it's gonna be a move move. So understand, when you do hear something, it ain't going to just be Royce had 24 bars, I had 24 bars. Now it's going to be something. Right. Right. Because Watson was worried about all... Go ahead. Watson was about if you're still going to have the, the, the machine behind you. And I'm thinking to myself, well, fam, even though he was going to be a oh, he was the... still giving us dope material. He didn't need nobody. That's, and I said this on the, the show. That's the part that... This is the part that I can say from me to you, and my nigga Benny the Butcher wouldn't even mind, but I'm a team player. So if if we all a team and people feel like I'm eating a little more because of Benny the Butcher, it's not for me to tell you, nah, Benny ain't do that. That's me. You understand what I'm saying? Right. right. Everything you've right. seen me on, every platform, that's me. Shade 4-5, mm-hmm. back-to-back, that's me. Benny the Butcher will tell you that. Black Thoughts, right. Royce the 5-9 didn't even hear of me through Griselda. He heard of me through my man Paige Kennedy, which is an MC and, a, and an actor on the West Coast. Wow. So I just want people to know everything that you've seen me do, I did it. And kind of Benny would just mm. back me up. Like, damn, Payne, my nigga, he'd be working and I ain't even, like, Benny would brag about that. Like, I don't got to do anything for Payne other than tell a nigga his shit out. Right. Right. So, you know what I mean? Wow. So don't think nothing's going to change. Everything's going to be exactly how it was, except it's going to be more of it because now I'm not under a time schedule. I don't got to drop when Benny and the label feel like it's a good move. Now I can just wake right. up and feel like, yo, I'm going to give these niggas hell today. I'm going to drop 10 joints. <laughs> um, speaking of hell, man, uh, if Cocaine Could Talk Part 6, man, am I right on uh, this show? Because we all know you can write already. We all know you can write, right? I want to talk about the production, though. It sounded like the production Yo. was very soulful going to this project. Ooh, that's, that's where I'm going, bro. Like I, I really wanted, when people heard this, I wanted them to understand that it is the difference between me and the BSF and Griselda. Like, we're all fans. Mm. I can do what they can do. But I'm mm. from Philly. We do soul music. You know what I mean? Yes. You got to think about that truth, that truth album. And just Philadelphia as a whole is a soulful city. So I'm going to stamp that and brand that as my son with P.A. Wright. We're going to bring that soul back, which is hard shit on top of the soul. My nigga, that Pablo's vision beat that P.A. Dre did, my nigga. That sounds very Kanye-ish, man. Very early Kanye-ish. P.A. Dre, I feel you, my nigga. This shit feels very Video's soulful, my guy. on the way. You know what I'm saying? Listen, video's on the way. Y'all going to get at least five visuals from that joint. Mm. Um, and what about this brother you looked up with uh, on Dope Boy, though, man? Or, or Ment- what's his name? True Mentals? Am I pronouncing that right? Yo, he's fire. Who are these producers you be running into that we never heard of, but they always seem to relate you with some fire, though? 
I'm going to tell you the secret, man. Like, listen, what I said to myself is, again, I told you this on the last interview that we did. I said, yo, I know what right. it's like when your phone ringing, and I know what it's like when your phone stop ringing. So what I said, when mm-hmm. I get in this position that I'm in now, I'm not going to just reach out to Derringer and Primo. Let me still put up my phone like I was. Hey. Right. Let me still be the humble cat and put up a post that says, yo, I'm working on the album. All dope producers send me this type of beat at this email. If it's dope, I'm going to use it. The end. Mm-hmm. And I, I just got a good ear. So I, I would I would get like, let's say, three, 400 submissions, and I would just go through that shit by myself, pick out the dopest shit, and just put it out. That's what's up, man. Let me ask you this. On the Perry Miller, Percy Miller joint, right? What was the thought process going into that for you saluting Master P? You know what? I, was, I, I think I... I really am feeling that independent ghost right now. Like when I wrote that, when I wrote that, I kind of knew what my what my what my PayPal was gonna look like when the album dropped. So when I heard that beat, I was like, "Yo, this this gonna be me popping my shit. This is gonna be me standing at the trunk with my fucking ice cream on my shirt on my old school Master P shit." And and I just seen it, and and it, it turned out crazier. I guess, for the people than it was for me. Because when I heard it, I was like, all right, it's dope, it's cool. But everybody that heard it is like, yo, I love that shit. When's the video dropping? Well, nigga said, sharpshooter. Yeah, we super violent. Good advantage. Good mechanic. I do alignment. Yo, Payne, you were spazzing on that joint, my nigga. Yo, you ain't heard nothing. You were spazzing on that. You ain't heard nothing yet, though, my nigga. Just watch, man. I'm I'm, I'm gearing up to drop, man. I'm dropping um, in May. May is my next joint, man. And I love Evil Game too. I love the joint Evil Game by PA Dre. You and PA, oh, I love that's what that's the joint I'm playing the most right now. The project Evil Game is my joint. Thank you, man. Yo, I appreciate it, man. Like, thank you, man. Just know though, like I said, you ain't heard shit. I'm gonna make one mm-hmm. announcement. Just you know, niggas don't be knowing shit. We don't announce shit. I'm probably gonna get right. a little slack for it, but I fuck with you, so I'm gonna let you know. Niggas right. wondering what I got cooking. Well, one of the things I got cooking, matter of fact, a few. I can let this out. Me and the nine porter. Right. We're about to get back to work, finish that project up. Got that dropped. Mm. And then me is and my guy. Bang, before you go, is he slept on as a producer, though? He's very slept on, isn't he? Not? Listen, supporter. I, I feel like this. If you go look at any of uh, Eminem's albums, matter of fact, take yeah. it a step deeper. Take it, take it back. Go back to 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, Denon Porter got production on there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude is and a real and young right. Sarah Cashway did the beat on, you know what I mean? So, right. So you got to understand yeah. if this dude is around M and Dre all day, you know, getting that type, that side of the production, imagine right. what my shit's going to sound like with his ear. Wow. And then, you know, is like it? I said, and then look out for what's next. Me and my OG from Cali, me and my nigga Rashcast about to drop something, man. You and right. Mm. Oof. Oof. Golden Child. Golden Child, Rashcast. <laughs> right. And, listen, and that's a half a statement because I can't even tell you who it's going to be produced by. Like, we got a whole press kit we're about to put together. It's produced by a super legendary nigga that don't produce for people like that. Wow. Dang. Right. I feel you, Pat. Right. But let me let me ask you this though, because um, you have eleven joints on the on the on the joint on on the, um mm. cocaine could talk part six. Really, take ten if you cut the intro out, right? Is this right. a wave, though, you think that us as hip-hop listeners, our attention span is so low? Because Ransom drops a joint for four joints, and then Conway drops a joint six or seven. Like, is that the new wave, you think? 
or it's been like, you know what I mean? Like, it is. It is. I think if you learn, if you know how this new wave, like you said, if you know how this new wave is ran, it's like mm-hmm. you got to know how to give people everything that they want in a short amount of time. You know what I'm saying? I think now the times of a long-ass intro, your best song being in the middle of your project, you don't got time for that shit no more. It's like if you don't keep a nigga attention as soon as that shit drops, to when it's over, and it better be over within about 20 minutes or so, maybe a half an hour. Wow. You know what I mean? So, yeah, this, it's the new wave, bro. But but I think for whatever reason, because I guess we're trained to, if it's a rapper in the industry and we really fuck with him, we'll still sit down for his whole album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I fuck with yeah. Nipsey albums still. I, I really listen to Nipsey album, that whole joint. Victory Lap, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, it's the wave, but I think it just depends on the artist. Okay. What do you think about all these B-battles that's on IG, though? All these battles that's going on in IG, Manny Fresh, Scott, Scott Storch, and all that. Have you, have you been able to watch any of the B-battles? Or? Nah, like, I, I, you know, I, I kind of, I'm a weirdo, man. Like, I pride <laughs> myself on whatever everybody's doing, I don't fuck with it. Like, it's just, okay. it's just my nature, like. If everybody's doing it, I just don't fuck with it. I'll, I'll check on it and see what, what's going on. So if I want to spit a bar about it, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I really try to stay tuned into the level that I'm trying to reach. I, mean, I spend 90% of my time outside of music just watching West Side Gun interviews, watching 50 Cent wow. interviews, just hearing these niggas talk. Cause, and this is where, where you see all my marketing and all that. This is, this is where you see me apply it on IG. Wow. All right. So, I mean, obviously, I don't know if we got a release date, but we you we will be getting more projects before the years out, though, right? Oh, man. Man, you listen, man. Every two months, man. Every two months. But, you know, uh, until as soon as this corona shit is over, I got a couple of labels I got to run inside. You know what I mean? Like, I, I haven't, I have yet to um, sit down with any of these labels that have been inquiring about me. So, over these next couple months, man, as this shit dies down, God willing, it's going to be interesting. Okay. All right. My man Payne, man, I appreciate you taking a little bit of time to come rock you know what I'm saying? We're very supportive of you up here, man. You know the vibes already, man. Anytime. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank you for the support, man. Yo, y'all enjoy your day and stay safe, my nigga. You already, man. Shout out to my man RJ Payne, man. Y'all know the vibes already, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. Y'all know the vibes already. Even though there's no vibes already, especially with everything that's going on in this world, man. Let me get my twin in here, man. Watch. What's good, brother? What's good, brother? But you know the vibes? What's good? There's no vibes, though, brother. Let's be honest. There's really no vibes. We're trying to give the people vibes, but there's no vibes really that. What's good, bro? Chilling, brother. Trying to maintain. All right. You know how we give it up here, man. Let's have some hip-hop conversations like we always do, man. Watch, let me get your take on this, man. I think, obviously, we've given this female her flowers before. Maybe not a full extent, 
You know, when we talk female hip hop, you know, everybody goes to Lauren, Foxy, Kim, Light, Latifah, Eve sometimes. Where's my dig in the mix though? She just today's her anniversary of dropping Dirty Harriet, a four mic album, in my opinion. You know, she had the first female besides Jean Grey, you know, she's one of the first females to rap on a primo beat. Uh, what's your take on Dirty Harriet and Rod Digger, you know, as an artist? I have been a fan of Digger Digger. Since first name I see her? Since her outsider. Mm, outsider, with, uh, okay. With, 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 with Pace One and all of them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I like that she is being acknowledged that her album came out. You know, me and you, hip-hop, junkies that we are, that album meant something to us. Uh, we've got the Flip Mode album. She would go bar for bar with Buster. And I was Let's be real. Hold on, I'm talking about. She was the second best person in Flip Mode. Sorry, Rampage. What's the other uh, dark skin nigga name? What's his name? Lord, what's the other nigga name? Lord Jesus. have mercy. What's other nigga name? Lord have mercy. Yeah. Lord have mercy. You got to be a real hip hop nigga. Though. Lord have mercy. Yeah. And other niggas in there, man. I thought she was the baby second best. Baby Sham. Baby Sham. Baby Sham. Baby Sham. Nah, they yeah. Baby Sham. Okay. Only Baby Sham I acknowledge as a reggae artist, man. But yeah, man, I thought Dirty Harry was a four mic album when it came out. Your thoughts? I was happy that, um, well, it, Buster clearly believed in her. Because he, he, you know, he pushed her out there, man. He understood uh, Rod Digger was a dope ill MC. You know, Rod Digger was somebody who was going back and forth, you know, with with, with Lauren Hill on Cowboys, on the 40s album. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 20 years, salute to, to Dirty Harry, salute to Rod Digger. You know, people know she's on the Yadamine podcast with Lord Jamal. Lord Jamal. And um, I'm just... I want to salute her because you know me and you rock hard body with uh, Rod Digger. We don't give our flowers enough. As a dope mm-hmm. female MC, as a dope MC, my bad. As a dope MC, yeah. and, MC yeah. and, 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 and Digger Digger, which I call her because that's what she used to refer to herself as when she mm-hmm. rapped. You know, 20 years, man. 20 years, old head. Yeah, man, she's really been giving us um, solid music. That album, like I said, watch it. I bought that album. I actually bought the tape part of me. Not even the CD. I bought it, the tape of Dirty Harry um, when it came out. You know what I mean? So I just, like, I listen, when I saw on the timeline, they saluted um, Rod Digger. Like, I was like, fam, she had Knots on there. She had Primo on there, Pete Rock on there. Had a dope feature with Sonya Blade and Eve. That's a, that was a fire joint right there. Um, straight spitting. She had tight. That was my jam right there, the video she had for Titan and all that. Yo, they got some drinks on there, man. You know what I mean? So, um, moving along, man. Your guy, not my guy. You show this guy way more love than I do. I'm talking about Aubrey Graham, a.k.a. Drizzy Drake. Um, just dropped his new video, I guess, yesterday called Tusi Slide. It's now at 7.9 million views in one day, Watts. Your take, sir. Drizzy is letting everybody know that he's the biggest artist in the world. Jesus Christ. And the reason why he's letting everybody know that, because to me, he put out a song that I don't like. I don't like the video. I don't like the dancing. 
I don't like wow. anything about it. But but wow. what it's highlighting is how big an artist he is in showing us in the quarantine era that every summer could be a Jersey summer. Really? Every summer could be a Jersey summer? Why, what, what don't you like about the song or the video? People like the fact that he was in his crib. I don't like anything about it. 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 And I hate the dance. I hate the dance. <laughs> Hold on. So you trying to tell me cool to be and social geek in them niggas? They not rocking out to the dance? Are they offended? Are my young boys offended? Let me see. Here's the thing about Drake, man. I, I think. So Drake has officially been here over a decade now. He's at, he's at the point in his career, man, where he's he's clearly transcended hip-hop because he's a superstar, pop act, pop star. And he can mainstream anything, anything. And he's mainstreaming garbage, man. Like, dude, like Drake, t- to me, it's like a joke. It's like Drake is saying, I'm so big a star. I'm going to prove to you I can do the most corniest, uncreative dancing and make it the most talked about thing on the Internet. And that's what so he did. What do you say to, on, so what do you say to the people that say, Watson, I hear what you're saying, but this man has 7.0 million views in one day, and all the kids are going to like it, and TikTok is going to rock with it and all this other stuff. What do you say to the people just, that say I something just, about that? I just answered it. I just answered it. He said... He's showing that he's so big that he can do anything he wants and get love. That's what he's at at, his, at this stage in his career. Mm. You like the video or you like the song or you like both? Dude, I don't like nothing like about it. I like nothing about it. I like nothing about it. You know, I'm not one of those guys who because you are larger than life, that you can just breathe on a record. And, oh, my God, did you see Drake breathe? Oh, my God, I get to get my oxygen. No, I'm not, I'm not on it like that. I didn't like anything about that. I am holding my MCs to a high standard. The standard is spit bars, or if you're going to do something creative, be creative with it. But you always want to remind me that he's the hottest nigga Ever you always try to he you always is, try to rem- remind he's me that so it's it. weird hearing you go this route. He's, he's actually proving my point that he's so big. I mean, seven point million views in one day for doing that. Come on, man! I mean, dude, told his man turn the camera on and let's get it cracking. That's basically what Drake did. He's he's he's. I mean. You know, the dude goes on Tory Lanez live, and the internet shuts down. Yeah. I mean, he's that big because he does not do interviews. He won't speak to anybody. He's he acts like. Wait, wait, wait. I'm talking about you don't kid. like him talking to, to our homeboy, to our favorite um favorite news reporter in hip hop. Our guy Zach Lowe. He didn't like that. Zane, you mean Zane Lowe? Zane Lowe. Zane Lowe, whatever Zane, Zane Lowe, is. Yeah, that guy. Zane Lowe. Zane Lowe is everybody's favorite. Apple Music, Apple One. You guys love hearing Zane Lowe talk. You're trying to make him out to be Dick Clark of 2020. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God, not Dick Clark uh, of 2020. Jesus. Yeah, that's what they try to do with him. But uh, 
Dude, dude I, this ain't this ain't no this ain't for me, man. This Drake joint ain't for me. It just all it does is highlight that he's just a a larger than life figure in in in, in pop music. I told niggas yesterday I didn't like the song, right? I had one nigga hit me with, "Yo, what are you talking about? His crib is big." I'm like, "My nigga, I'm talking about the song, not his crib. B. What are you talking about right now? That doesn't even make sense. What you telling me? Like, you went to this crib." Man, you're not living there. Relax, my G. You know what I mean? Um, I want to get your take on something because I went on Instagram the day before yesterday and I did a live show and there was conversations in the comment section with a bunch of individuals. One brother, brother, I forgot your name. I apologize if you hear this. I, I, I didn't bring this up. You brought this to the forefront. I'm just bringing it to me and watching right now. But he told me right now, in 2020, 38 Special is a better producer than Alchemist. Is there any legs um, to stand on that? Or is he reaching? There's a lot of legs to stand on it. 38 Special has produced more projects than any single producer we know in the past year. There's not one producer mm. we can say has produced as much as 38 Special in the last full, in the last full calendar year. In the last four months. You think P Rock has produced as many as much music as Special has in the last year? Well, he's it's not well, even close. maybe right behind, it's maybe right behind him, close. maybe. It ain't even. He's not even behind him. It's not even close. Thirty Eight Special has produced full projects of artist after artist after. My man, P Rock did Sky Zoo and Smoke Dizzle and, and Benny. Dog, man, it's not close. I'm telling you that. Like, what what case are you? And did Nas Lost Tapes? Did a couple tracks on Nas Lost Tapes? He hasn't produced as much. As so, I want to get back to the point what he said, Alchemist. Right now, you can make a case that Spech is putting is doing better produced tip off than Alchemist. Absolutely, mm. I'm not comparing so their career reach. resume. I'm not comparing their career resume. I'm comparing them in 2020. Right. Okay. 2020. I really, really one of my favorite albums this year is. The 38 Space Planet Asia album. Production-wise, that's a great album. Okay? So I, 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 if someone said in 2020 they prefer 38 Special over Alchemist, I totally understand why you would say that. Do you think a lot of the masses that hear us talking about that right now, do you think they, would, they think we're bugging? Do you think some common boys will say 3 and Watts get yes, the F yes, out of here? Yes, yes. Yes, a lot of people in the common boys would say we're bugging because they know nothing. A lot of them don't know who Thirty Eight Special is. They have absolutely no idea about his music. Are you telling me they have Bill of the Hunt too and understand that production-wise, Bill of the Hunt two is one of the greatest produced projects of the it last is, year? It's very much a late shade. Okay, on. That's right, on. That's right, a fact. right. Okay, so I'll just ask you this, and I'll put it out there on Front Street: What was All the right. better produced album, Bill of the Hunt two or Lulu? Oh, man, that's a great question, Watts. Wow. <sighs> this nigga put me on a spizzy. I might lean to a special, man. I'm going to keep it real. And that's what I'm saying. So in the comment section, they'll be like, oh, you can't say that. No, 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 no. Alchemist, Alchemist. And I'll just say, y'all don't know anything about special. Y'all don't know anything about his trust game. Y'all don't know about all the projects that he's produced. So for people who just jumping out the window saying we don't know what we're talking about, no, y'all don't know because y'all don't listen to another <laughs> plus. All right? It's that simple. I seen a nigga last week saying that we be we don't show alchemists mad love. And I was saying to myself, well, why? Because 
we didn't like the alchemist beat that he laced for Jay Electronica. That doesn't mean we're racing alchemist, you know, as a producer. We still know Al is that dude, but we just didn't like the beat he gave to Jay Electronica. That doesn't mean we like every beat from, listen, I can't say I like every beat from Premier. Did I like every beat from Pete Rock? No. Did I like every beat from The Rizzo? No. So that's just not possible. You know what I mean? I don't like every Jay-Z album. I don't like every Nas verse. That's just crazy. You know what I mean? But I thought it was very interesting that the brother did say that, though. I saw some people actually agreeing with him, and I would, that, that shocked me. People did agree with him on that. Not because they were wrong. That I didn't think they want to give it up like that. You know what I mean? Then you have some niggas saying that hey, y'all are bugging the fuck out right now. You know, I see, so I see some of that too. So I'm not even gonna hold you niggas like, yo, fam, y'all are bugging and shit. You know what I mean? Um, what's your take on the new lock song? It's okay. Just okay. Yep, just okay. So you don't, you don't think it's gonna be a banger like everybody else is saying because the locks. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out, man. Exactly, are we supposed to do if legendary artists release music? Are we supposed to jump out of our seats and just fawn over it and go crazy? Anytime That's what the masses do. A That's what the masses do. Works. Artists. What happened? That's what a lot of niggas do, though. I'm asking me and you. Are me and you supposed to do that? No. I mean, to just jump out and just be like, you know, listen, I think 2020, the year of the quarantine, the year of horrible deaths, we've had some serious lyricism get dropped. A, a, a line in the sand has lyrically been dropped. Mm. And I'm going okay. to go by where the level of lyricism in 2020 has decided it wants to go. So, no. This new lock song, it's an okay song. You want me to say that it's pressure? You want me to say that it's blackout? You want me to none say y'all it's better? wild out? It's none of y'all better? <laughs> it's not none of y'all. Like, tell me what you want me to say. What do you want me to say? Oh, yo, I'm locked in here. Yo, oh, my God. So, you no, know, I'm not going to do what y'all wanted me to do when Jay Electronica and Jay-Z came out with that album <laughs> and decided that, oh, my God, I just heard the greatest music ever. Yo, let's, let's, make, let's do it. Let's go Instagram Live. No. It's an okay lock song. It's not blowing my mind. It's not blowing me away. These guys are, are, are they're great. They're all-time great group, all-time great lyricists, man. But, you know, I'm not going to lose my mind every time a great legendary group comes out with something. Right. Niggas acting like you should to stop. I don't like when niggas act like, all right, for instance, right? Because last night I said this joint is dope, right? I said the joint is solid. It's okay. Niggas like, oh, why are you making it sound like it's not fire? I'm like, I didn't make it sound like fire. It's an okay song. I don't think it's going to, it's not blam blam. It's not Easter Conference All-Stars. It's not one of them joints, my dude. Like, you know what I mean? No. It's not free hot spots. Like, you know what? You, you know, know what? what? Thank you so much. Thank you. You said it best. It's not that doesn't mean we don't rock with the locks. That doesn't mean we don't rock with the locks. Like, you know what I mean? You're right, but that's a perfect example. It's not blam, blam, blam. It's not. It's if, not. That's, if, if that's the reaction y'all want it's me to It's not Sunday school. Y'all want me to say, no, no. And guess here's the thing, people. Y'all got to understand what uh, told me. We've heard everything the locks have done in the last 24 years, man. Everything. 
hundreds and hundreds of songs, freestyles. Like, these dudes are putting so much work. Like, uh, hearing a lock song ain't going to just, blo- just like, like, oh, my God, this is, we, we, we've been waiting for this forever. Nah, dude, these, dudes, these dudes never took a year off. They never, they never take time off. Even when they're not coming out as a group, always have each other on each other's project, which is why I'm still in shock no member of the locks is on Jada Kiss' album. That's, I'm, I still can't get over that. Yo. Yo. Hello? Yeah, I got my back. Hello? I disconnected for a minute. Sorry. Yeah, I'm here. My back, I disconnected for a second. Yeah, I didn't like the fact niggas acting like if you don't like the lock song, like you're bugging it. Like, oh, you always say you like styles. I'm like, I love styles. I love chic. I'm with the first niggas to say that, yo, niggas don't give chic enough, enough flowers and shit like that. That doesn't mean I don't like the train. You know what I mean? Niggas be so quick to go that route, man. I don't understand that shit, man. Like, Crazy man, crazy, crazy. Yo, so what's your take on also on Floyd May- NBA Young Boy and Floyd Mayweather? I didn't even know NBA Young Boy's dating Floyd Mayweather's daughter. She went ape shit and I guess stabbed the the female that he was with and all this kind of craziness, man. And now, like, wow, especially at a time like this now. That 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 I was not prepared for that story. I saw it on my timeline on TMZ. And as soon as I saw it, I told you about it, and it right. completely threw me off guard. Like, wow. Um, sometimes you wonder when you when you're a all time rich celebrity, what, what are your kids grounded? Like, what what are they into? Like, what kind of freedoms do you give them? And clearly, he just lets his daughters do what they want to do, which is unfortunately what we do because we both have daughters. We we, mm. we spoil them and, and and give them the world right. and let them do. Whatever they want to do, and mm-hmm. we just hope for the best. Um, so you know, I just I just hope this, somehow the situation works out. And NBA young boy, let me just say this: uh, whatever you're doing, you can't treat Floyd Mayweather's daughter like she's just like you just can't do it. Like she's just one of your one of your shorties that you got. Why is it just you know Why saying? is it just Floyd Mayweather's daughter? She didn't be any daughter though. Any, you know what I mean? No, that could have been your daughter. That could have been anybody. Floyd Mayweather's daughter because. It's different. You're dating a daughter of one of the most iconic historic figures in sports history. So you, how, you can't shit on her. That's what I mean. Okay. You can't you can't put her like she's one of your groupie groupie love or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's different. Team ain't groupie loves. <laughs> well, yeah, that's crazy, man. Boy, well, they say that she stabbed the girl. And the girl's in critical condition, though, my brother. Critical condition? Like, fam. That is a horrific story. Like, what brought her to the point that she wanted to kill this woman over NBA Youngboy? I hope that's because that was my money. Her father's, her father's Floyd Mayweather watch, so you know she's not, she's not feeding for bread. Yeah, so, I, I, so this, this, whole, this is a very bizarre, tragic story. Well, and I hate to be this guy, but I we, listen. We talk about this over here. There's been rumors before that he had some type of STD and all kind of wild shit. I don't know how true that is, obviously, but that was a talk and all that. Like I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I was looking at all that, man. Like, fam, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. <laughs> shit is crazy, my dude. Crazy, crazy, crazy. 
Um, I want to get your take on this also. Recently, to go to Battle Rap right quick, Oliver Don was recently on 15 Minutes of Fame. Shout out to Uncle Ra. And the conversation was, should Hollow go on Math's show? And Math, should Hollow kind of broke down, you know, reasons why he felt he shouldn't go in there. And Math, you're my guy, man. You know I rock with you heavy, my dude. But I'm honestly speaking, though, it makes no sense for this nigga to go on your show to me. Like, it literally makes no sense for Hollow the Don to go on your show. And my thing is this. I think, if anything... Listen, my watch, do I want Math and Hollow to end this little thing they got going on and, and be cool again? Of course. But I do believe that they should have a private conversation one-on-one before Hollow makes that move. Am I bugging? Um, I don't... You're not bugging at all. You're not bugging at all. Um, Math is having unprecedented success with his show. Thanks. But I was not... I, I didn't understand. I I thought that just the, the issues with him and Hollow were deep. Like this was some deep. This was some deep issues that they publicly were playing out that really, that really affected Hollow. You you could you could yeah. tell Hollow from what Hollow was saying, man, that they have not resolved their issues at all. At all, they haven't resolved their issues at all, and I think it's so serious. That Hollow doesn't feel a public going on mass platform is the way to deal with this shit until they resolve some very deep issues, and they have deep issues. Right. Yeah, because usually when 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 dudes battle watch, they they say what they have to say and keep it moving. Look at look at Math Math and Sirius Jones. They went through a big ordeal. After they battled, they kept it moving, even dapped up and everything. Math and Hollow might be one of those battles that we had in the culture that. Both parties can't move on from that. They still hold in some type of, you know, grudge for whatever reason it is. But to be honest, I can understand why Hollow might not want to do that, bro. I could really understand that. And Math is my guy, but I'm just being honest. I really feel that I understand Hollow his his mindset and how he feels about not doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get it. I get it, man. I get it. I get it. What do you think about Joel Budden playing Joel T's hidden verse that we never heard before? That really upset me. That that upset me because in that that quick minute and a half to me was the real Joe Budden to me. To me, that was the Joe Budden that I thought I always knew because I'm lo- I'm looking at his facial reaction while Joel Ortiz is spitting those bars. Do you know that was the most lyricism that you've seen Joe Button react more than anything he's ever done on the Joe Button Joe Button podcast? The hip hop he reviews and talks about and will have ten minute conversations about on his ill, on his lyrical is that Joel Ortiz verse. So the one thing that showed me is Joe Button clearly knows what being dead nice is. Joe Button clearly knows what an MC spazzing out is. So when you see that, and then you hear all this dope hip-hop that's come out since the Joe Budden podcast has been on Spotify, and he never talks about the kind of hip-hop playing with that Joel Ortiz verse. That Joel Ortiz verse was everything that Joe Budden loves about hip-hop. 
It's, it was what he did to influence Slaughterhouse when he had them get introspective, but super lyrical with the introspective bag, very vivid and descriptive. And that verse from Joel Ortiz, you know, they always used to say Joel Ortiz has a verse on Glasshouse that's like the best verse on the whole album. And then all of a sudden he plays this verse that just sounded amazing. So it pissed me off because it, it didn't sound dated. Because remember he would say, oh, we can't put that album out. It's dated. It, it wouldn't sound right. But then especially, mm-hmm. yo, I had, a, so I had an album with G-Rap that we did four years ago, and I put it out. And me and you had that right. not album of the year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it pissed me yeah. off. It pissed me off yeah. seeing Joe Budden because then because I realized Joe Budden absolutely knows who's nice, who gets busy, and and I can see why you want why you sticking to talking about R&B because you know if you did it you have to talk about Crooked Eye, Ransom, Royce, Eminem. You you have to talk about it. Wow. Wow, you said a mouthful, my G. <laughs> you said, what do you think about Crook and Joel? Crook and, it was good to see Crook and Joel, you know, chop it up. Because I feel like we know about Crook, we know about Royce, we know about Podcast Joe. I feel like Joel and T sometimes get lost in the sauce when Slaughterhouse gets mentioned for, for whatever odd reason. Uh, I, dude, I thought that conversation was, I, I loved it. You know, it, it reminded me when Crook and I was talking to Eminem. When you have rappers, right? Who are, who who are like me and you? They talk, but you can clearly see they have a love of hip hop and a love of like just that that back and forth they had about how Joel mm-hmm. was listening to the producers, but he doesn't want to know their names because he doesn't want to be biased. Dude, I respected that so much. You know how much I respected that that like say a, a unknown up and coming producer can give you fire, but because Swizz gives you a beat. You feel obligated that you have to go take the Swiss beat because you can't. You don't want Swiss to be like, "I turned your beat down." So, the, but I just love. <laughs> right. him. Yo, how does that work though? Just, you get a Swiss beat, right? You get a Swiss beat. You're like, "All right, this Swiss beat." Don't really because, turn down Swiss you primo. Down, you know, you're right. Because if you turn them down, you can probably never get a beat from them again. And I ever really again, believe, right? I really believe that's what happens with with artists. Just to say that they worked with this certain producer, they have to accept the beats he gives you. If he gives you three beats, you better take one of those three beats. You know what I'm saying? And just so you can say you got that production credit and you worked with that artist. But um, I I, I think Joel Latiz gets lost. I like that uh, a discussion was what is one of your favorite Joel Latiz verses, and a lot of people mm-hmm. said Battle Cry, um, yep. which is dope. But I think this is what I think people don't remember about Joel Ortiz. Joel Ortiz has been rapping as long as every member of Slaughterhouse. Yep. People people don't really remember that. He's been rapping for over 20 years. He had a single deal as a teenager on Rockets Records in 2000 when he was going by the name of Quick, of Joel Quickman. People forget there was a Joel Quickman era where he was just – that's what it he wasn't an error though. I don't think it was an error. Don't use don't you can't use error next to that when he was Joel Quickman. Not an error. Just say I think he was he was he was out. He was outside, but I don't think it was an error though. He he, he was an error because to me, underground and the music you put out during that time is an error. That's like me saying natural elements didn't have an error. Natural, natural elements had an error. Natural <laughs> elements had True. an error. 
They heavily circulated on the underground scene for a good five years, and they meant everything to me, even though they never. And I think a, a lot of people forget. And I think also people forget that Joel Ortiz was on aftermath. I think a lot of people forget that part. You know, man, I was like, well, let's talk about like y'all was with Drake, my nigga. Joel Ortiz was Doctor Drake for a, a hot minute. I I'm glad we you brought that up. Tell me what exactly is wrong with Joel Ortiz, in your opinion, why you don't think someone as great as Dr. Dre could cook up something with him and make it work. To a lot of people in hip-hop, to a lot of people in hip-hop, Dr. Dre is the greatest producer of all time. Okay, you have Joel Ortiz, someone who has proven is a top-tier lyrical MC. Why do you think that couldn't work? We know Rakim said he wanted him to rap about gangster stuff. But Joel Ortiz can rap about that. Joel Ortiz can rap about pain. He can rap about coming from the projects, from Cooper Projects in Brooklyn. There's nothing Joel Ortiz can't rap about and rap about it in a great lyrical way. So why do you think that didn't work out? Um, I, so it could be, once again, it could be a multitude of things. Was it creative control? Was it um, wanting Joel to say certain things that I don't know Joel may not, may not feel comfortable with? Because Joel might spit hood tales, but I don't think he's looked at as a hood dude. So I don't know. I don't know what it could be. I don't want to guess. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't. I don't I'm playing a guessing game right now, so I don't know the reason why it didn't work out. Hey, it didn't work out. Bush didn't work out. Rakim didn't work out. And so we don't know what's what's the reasons why Dre didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? But who, who knows why? But I think Joel Ortiz is dope. And we never heard Joel on a Dr. Dre beat, have we? We never officially had a Dr. Dre, Joel Ortiz songs. So I don't even know how, yep. how Joel was going to sound on a Dr. Dre track. He would, sound, he would sound great. He's a great MC. He would sound phenomenal. If you're going to get a great Dre beat, you're going to get a great Joel Ortiz verse. But we, one thing we know about Joel Ortiz, Joel Ortiz can spit amazing, phenomenal verses. We know this already. You heard a snippet of it when you heard that verse that Joe Button is sitting on. Right. Right. Do you think you think Joe Joe misses slaughterhouse? I don't know. I have no idea. No, 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 I don't. No. I'm going to say no, I don't. I think Joe Button is ecstatic where he is in life. Making the most money you've ever made and you get to just criticize hip hop and not even really listen to it. <laughs> Imagine that. You're making the most money in hip-hop by not even really listening to it or following it anymore. So, I think Just criticizing it. Huh? The, the, the time, the time you, 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 you care about hip-hop the least is the most money you're making. And more people tune into you to hear what you got to say. And you're getting the most money from doing it. That has to be a phenomenal thing. <laughs> uh, what's your take on Little John and T-Pain? tonight getting it popping on the face-off. And before we go there, what was your take on Manny Freezy against Scott Skeezy? What the Manny Fresh versus Scott Storch battle showed me was okay. that popularity by a producer can defeat anybody who does hip-hop if you, if you only bring hip-hop to the table. So if you're known to be a hip-hop producer and you only bring your hip-hop music, you would have no chance against Scott Storch. And the reason why I say that is because if Scott Storch chose his biggest produced songs and he puts Beyonce, 
uh, Rihanna and Mariah Carey, what are you going to do? You're playing some of the biggest songs of the last 20 years, the most popular songs, and in in, 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 in some cases some of their biggest songs. So you put a, a boom-bap hip-hop song together, and you put it against a song he's produced for Beyonce, everybody's going to go to the Beyonce song. Like, what hip-hop song is going to win? I'm trying to think of what hip-hop. Like, let's say Alchemist is battling. Let's say Alchemist is battling Scott Storch, right? And Scott Storch, mm-hmm. and, and Alchemist says, and the first song Alchemist plays is The Realist, right? Coogee mm-hmm. Rap, Mob D. Mob D. And then Scott Storch plays We Belong Together with Mariah Carey. Everybody on Instagram is going to be like, Wait, oh, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Are you saying that if you're a producer and you can't go in that bag, you should only go in your hip-hop bag? You sound like Manny Fresh if you subscribe to that. Yep. And then I'm Manny Fresh. Call me Manny Fresh all day, every day. Hip-hop for me off top. Low wave and Tommy Hill fly-ish with a knot. My nigga, that is my horn. So, so wait a minute. So because Manny Fresh doesn't do beats for Beyonce or Mario, that's, because, he, no, no, Scott Storch shouldn't be able to, come on, my nigga. You sound ridiculous. The perfect example that if Alchemist was battling him and his first three beats was the realness, I mean, I mean, the, 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 realist. Uh, the, realist. Yeah. the realist, the realist, his second beat was We Gonna Make It, and his third beat was um, Backwards by Mob D. Three Classic Alchemist beats, right? Right. Three classics, but it's some pure hip hop head stuff. And then straight out the gate, he goes, Lean Back, Candy Shop, and Still Trey. Everybody's gonna go to uh everybody's gonna go to Scott Storch. But guess who's not gonna go to Scott Storch, three? Guess who's gonna say? Oh no 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 no! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait! Let's 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 put this on the table, my nigga. Are you saying to the PSA listeners that you had Manny Fresh beating Scott Storch? What I'm saying is that Manny Fresh kept it hip hop, and Scott Storch overwhelmed him. What you mean, Scott? Overwhelmed? What you mean, overwhelmed? My nigga, you, which, first of all, let's be real. Let's be real, Watts. Let's be real. A lot of I'm gonna let you this shit up. Give me one second. My nigga, let's be real. Cause me and you are so dead in hip hop, though. A lot of these niggas that watched that live thought that fucking Dr. Dre did a lot of beats that Scott Swartz may not have got credited for. You get what I'm saying? Even though I don't know how this works, when Dr. Dre. And Scott Storch both did still Dre beat. How does that work? And they both got co-producer, whatever. But, fam, I don't, I don't have a problem with him going in his R&B bag and songs for Mario and Beyonce and shit like that. If that's part of his catalog. Now, here's the thing, though. But this is the point I'm making. There's no hip-hop song that can beat that. So if Primo's battling him and he does the biggest Mario song of all time... The, which we, which was the biggest R and B pop song of the entire year, and group and 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 Primo plays Take It Personal, and he plays the Mario song on IG. What song do you think people are going to give more credit to? It depends on the gender. I believe I believe females will probably rock to the Mario joint, and you have the street niggas, hood niggas might rock out to the Primo joint. Just like right, prime example, prime example, prime example. Prime example, hold on, prime example. When Primo, when um, Manny Fresh did back that ass up, right? 
and Scott Storch did Still Dre, right? I really want to know how females felt about Still Dre beat compared to Back That Ass Up. Is it, would it shock you that girls like Back That Ass Up beat more than Still Dre? Because it wouldn't shock me. No, not at all. I, listen, uh, this wasn't... I'm not expecting females to like Still Dre album. beat. Ding, 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 ding. I'm not expecting them to like that more than he's, Manny he's, Fresh is. He's the one who played the piano. He played the piano on that. Right, but I'm saying I'm not expecting females to care about that beat more than back that ass up as a song. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, so but I don't know how people. But they you know? care about. But but they care about his uh. He just the dude has just. I mean, if he plays "Run It" by Chris Brown, right? You know how big that song was for Chris Brown. Big. I fucked with that joint. That's my joint. That's young Chris Brown. Yeah, yeah, I, young I, Chris I, I know that, but the, but. Yeah, young Chris Brown, get, but that's the point. A hip-hop dude who's just bringing hip-hop to the table is not going to be the dude who has a portfolio. Well, guess what, Watson? Like, you should have told Manny Fresh. You know what? Manny Fresh should have told that nigga that, fam, don't go in your Beyonce bag. Keep it hip-hop. That's the case. He didn't do that. He did. He did. I don't know he what... did tell him that. He was playing the skit. He was playing the skit. I'm thing. talking about he before, was... sir, before they started battling, sir, not as they're battling, not during the battle, before the battle, they should have the discussion since nigga, since Manny Fresh had his panties in a bunch. So I'm like, oh, doing all these sound effects. You know? And then what was Manny Fresh trying to do? Lean back over on his joint. Like, what are you doing, Manny Fresh? Like, what are you trying to take? And my thing with Manny Fresh is also, watch, besides cash money to big timers, he was limited on, on artists that he worked with. Even though he created a whole song for New Orleans, he only had Jeezy and T.I. And then Charlamagne, you have there talking about all... Um, 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 Manny Fresh got a lot of songs out. Well, my nigga, if that's the case, Charlamagne. Why does why the hell his dumbass ain't break break out the other songs then? If that's the case, the hell are you talking about, Charlamagne? He sounds dumb. That sounds like a you problem. No, I have Scott Storch clearly win that battle, bro. And I have zero issues with that man playing R and B. I have zero. Only you and Manny Fresh okay. on that on that crazy shit. And Joe Biden, yeah, I'm, on, I'm on that hard time. I didn't like how Fat Joe was acting on a live, and I didn't like how certain rappers were acting on a live towards towards Manny Fresh and towards, like, Joe's, Fat Joe is Scott Storch's mans. That's like Pharrell battling somebody. You think Norby's not going to be going crazy for Pharrell, my nigga? Come on, bro. You sound crazy, man. Crazy. Um, Little John and um, T-Pain. I got Little John being T-Pain. So make sure I want to hear it because because there was a time when they both had the the the, the soundtrack to the South the the, the production was all little, little time, way, little time. and then there was the era where every hit that seemed to come out was T Pain. So they're basically going to play their hits against each other. That's going to be very. I think that's a dope. That I think that's a dope battle because at at a is it though because it's crunk music? Is is crunk music versus? What do you call it? Um, what do you call, what do you call T-Pain? I mean, Zappin' Roger, maybe? Like, I don't know. Like, how does this... I don't know. Every, like, once again, it'll be very interesting to see where the females, who they ride with more in this battle. Are they going to appreciate the crook music from Lil John? Are they They're going to appreciate both this? of them because they both, they, they both made the anthems. They both made the anthems. They both made the hits. So I think this is going to be a good the nigga did nuck if you buck the, the nigga little John did nuck if you buck the nigga did um too short e forty joint like he, he put life in that he even did a mob deep beat for for mob deep on blood money so it was like 
Little John was really, really out here, like, moving and shaking when Atlanta was a, was, was on the you know, top of their game as a region. You get what I'm saying? So, um, I hate to ask you this question. What's your take on Babyface and Teddy Riley? you have any interest in that, in that at all? Are you going to watch that at all? It's going to be interesting because I want to see how the today's generation, um, you know, the younger people today act like there was no music. If, if you go into the 90s, <laughs> that, hip, that music and R&B didn't, uh, wasn't a big big time. So it's going right. to be, this is, this is an old head battle. It, it, it has to be an old head battle. Because if you're in your 20s, you were born in 1996. If you're like 23, right. 24, you were born in 96. So you're really not going to understand what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be interesting to see the people who are going to be chiming in. I'm going to be definitely want to know the age groups. Teddy Riley and Babyface have big, big songs. I mean, extensive catalogs, bro. They, they, they have extensive catalogs. Extensive. Uh, there are people who will argue with me today, Babyface. No way. I apologize, guys. Babyface, what? There are people. There are people who have argued with me that Babyface is the greatest singer-songwriter of all time. I've had arguments with people about that. So I know he's in the highest, highest esteem. And then Teddy Riley, who ushered in the New Jack Swing era. Facts. I don't know how influential people know he is, but for real, come from his truth. How many of you niggas out there knew that Teddy Riley did the beat for the show for Slick Crick and Dougie Fresh? How many of you niggas out there knew that? How many niggas knew that? And I'm, I want to get your take on this, right? Because I was doing the knowledge on beats that Teddy Riley and Babyface did for the last couple of days since this um, battle been announced, right? So I'm looking at Bobby Brown's um, album with my prerogative, Don't Be Cool and all that, right? Fam, Teddy Riley did one song, my prerogative, on that Bobby Brown album, right? My nigga, um, Babyface produced three of them joints. He did Every Little Step I Take, Rock With You, and Roni. So my question to you, Watson, is this. If you're Teddy Riley, do you wait for Babyface to go in his Bobby Brown bag because he has three joints? Because if you lace one, if Teddy Riley puts out my prerogative first, Babyface would just be like, all right, my nigga, you, you really want to go there with the Bobby Brown talk? Like, my nigga, I did three joints on here, fam. Like, I'm going to let them off right now. Do you beat him to the punch or do you wait for him to go in that bag and then you just join the party? I I want Teddy Riley to be prepared the way Manny Fresh wasn't prepared. I don't want him to just look at his folder and be like, oh, uh, let me. I really want him to have a track listing of right. songs and, um, and strategically play his music and don't seem completely unprepared. Well, let me give the listeners right. Belief what? No, I'm just I'm saying there is a belief that Babyface is going to walk away with this. Yes, and yes. I believe Teddy Riley yes. has to. I believe Teddy Riley is going to have to really. I mean, come on, Babyface is written for the for your for some of your favorite uh My nigga, he did the whole "Waiting to Exhale" soundtrack with Mary J. Blige. But, but not going to ask you a question. How come? How come that that that's so that sounds so amazing to you that he did it, that he produced an entire soundtrack? Why does that I think like, that's dope. blow your mind? If anybody does that, no, nigga, anybody dope. does that, I think that is dope. 
Okay, because a lot of producers do that. They just produce a whole body of work. Like, yeah, but I'm just talking about on, on, I'm giving Babyface this prop show on what he's doing, though, what he did. Uh, listen, Babyface is going to, in the 90s, in the late 80s, this is, is going to be a dope battle because they both are in the same timeline. Well, I don't know. Hold, hold on. You said timeline. Hold on. We will both agree when it comes to New Jack. When they, if they go in a New Jack swing bag between both parties, I'm talking about Teddy Riley and Babyface. I have Teddy Riley having more New Jack swing joints than Babyface. Now, if Babyface want to go in his R&B bag, in his slow jam bag, I got Babyface. So then, you get what I'm saying? Then does this does so does this battle make sense to you then? In a way, I don't know why. It's because I right, check these game. Teddy Riley's on Michael Jackson. Remember the time, right? Um, Johnny Kemp. Remember that's Johnny Kemp. Just got paid Friday that night. Album. That drink. Teddy, Teddy Riley right. produced the most, the majority of the song on the Dangerous album. Facts, facts. My nigga, you and I were outside when Rum Shaker was big. Rum Shaker was big. Like that, we was outside for that. We were hearing Key Sweat was popping when he did all the guys' joints. R.I.P. Heavy D. Now that we found love, me and you heard that song how many times in our life? You feel me? You did High Five. You did a lot of guy joints. You did a lot of Aaron Hall joints. He even did um, Jay-Z, The City Is Mine on the whole second album. You feel me? Then I go to Babyface Watch. It's like, okay, he did a lot of joints for After 7. He did you know a couple of joints for Baby Bobby Brown, um, TLC, The Boys Down My Heart, Whitney Houston. Like Charlie Wilson, like Beyonce, Pebbles, Karen White, Drew Hill. Like, it's going to be very interesting to see how this battle. I don't know how. I like it, but it's kind of weird also in the same sentence, if that makes any sense to you at all. It's dope and weird altogether. Because I really see what are we grading them on? Who has better slow jams? Who has better New Jack swing joints? Like, you get what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Your take on Steve Stout saying that Jermaine Dupree doesn't want any smoke with Tony and Polk at Trackmasters. Steve Stout sounds like a, a raving lunatic when he says that. <laughs> he sounds like a raving <laughs> lunatic. And and let me tell you something that 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 the commissioner. I don't like to know. Some of the most powerful men in hip hop. It would scare me if I knew what they thought about actual hip-hop artists or different moments in hip-hop. And that's a very scary thing for Steve Stout to downplay Jermaine Dupree like that for Red Hot Lover Tone and the Trackmasters. That is really shocking to me. And you're saying that with a straight face? I probably Dude, would like. I would, it wouldn't shock me if I like more Trackmaster joints than Jermaine Dupree. To be honest with y'all, that's not taking anything me. away from JD. Trackmasters are why people think it was written. It's not better than Illmatic. Trackmasters mm. were considered it's the it. pop sound. <laughs> Trackmasters were considered the pop sound of hip hop in that yep. era, and they thought that. Nas going to Trackmasters was Nas selling out. That is why people will always hold Illmatic over It Was Written. And, and, and that's the one thing I cannot defend because Trackmasters 
mainstream denials. That was the job, mainstream this man. He's an all-time great lyricist. You have to make his music digestible and relatable that everybody is going to want to buy it. And you know what they did? They succeeded. Mm. And it was written as Nas' biggest commercial album, and that's what they did. And everybody went to Trackmasters for a safe, popular sound <laughs> of music. Well, hold on. City, so, City, so, don't, City didn't do that, though, to be honest, though, when he got out of Rob. I wasn't playing it safe. 50 was one of their up-and-coming young new artists. He wasn't, he did, wasn't 50 at that time. At that time, he was an unknown artist to everybody. He was a complete unknown. He was an unknown artist. So I, I don't even t- I don't even count. And listen, I think Trackmasters, the, the work they gave him on Power of the Dollar is some of their best fire. But that yeah, work is fact. never that work is never acknowledged, and that and I guarantee you that work is never talked about. When you talk about Trackmasters, well, catalog, this is why. I mean, you need to talk about Power of the Dollar, but but Steve Scott won't. Steve Scott, <laughs> let's talk about that album. Well, you know, it's funny. That's one of the albums that I wanted to revisit also. That's one of the albums I wanted to revisit is Paul Badal. I think Steve Scott is out of his mind talking about Jermaine Dupree can't, can't, can't go ahead up with the Trackmasters. I think he's out of his mind. All right. Um, I recently did this one to go thing on Jay-Z, Nas, 50, and Darkman X, DMX. And to my surprise... I mean, I knew this already from doing the show here that you know, a lot of people hold DMX to high, high regards. Did it shock you at all that a lot of percent, large percentage of people, when I asked them, Jay, Nas, 50, or X, they didn't take Jay out. Uh, some people took Nas out, but not a lot, not a lot of people, though. I, there was more people took 50 out than T. It was basically down at 50 cent in DMX watts. And I felt from reading the comments that a large contention of people said we're taking Curtis out and we're leaving DMX. So it was Jane X and it took 50 out. I think 50 has successfully erased his local legacy with modern hip hop. Um, He's turned himself into somebody who people know and they just don't know him as a lyrical rapper. They know him as the guy who does power, the guy who trolls on IG, the guy who's always making funny memes. Like, that, mm-hmm. that's who he's regularly known as. To guys like me and you, we know him as the guy in the hockey suit, Rama with Onyx. We know him as the guy from How to Rob, and we know him from Your Life on the Line. Like, we, that, that, that's who we hear and see. But to a lot of other people, DMX's impact, his, 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 his short-lived run was so impactful that they'd rather, so when they remember DMX, that's what they remember. So they'd rather have that than than fifty. So I'm um, I'm not surprised. I disagree, but I'm not surprised. Fifty was the one to be left out. It didn't shock you at all, though. Like damn, niggas really took X out. No, no, because fifty has always fifty has always packaged himself as money is more important than being. Are artists. Money is the most important thing. I want to get paid. I want to be powerful. Get rich or die trying. And and that's what people and that's what people think. Now you let me talk to somebody, and we really talk about their musical careers. Yeah. 
then it'll really, it'll really, it'll be an interesting conversation. But of course, Jay Z and Nas go nowhere because Jay Z and Nas are default fixtures. Like, here's the thing, and I just want to say this: everybody doesn't think Jay Z and Nas are the greatest. Like, do people real? Do people know that? Like, do, do people know, like, everybody oh, in hip-hop doesn't nigga, just say, nigga, they nigga, not my nigga, and that's the a nigga that lives in Memphis, my nigga, a nigga that lives in Memphis, Tennessee, will probably, like, 8-Ball and MJG and 3-6 Mafia way more than Hove, and I respect it. And he has every right to. And he has every right to. I think this is media bias. I think it's coastal. And, you know, that's just that it is what it is. You know, uh, T.I., uh, Lupe, they was like, look, man, we had we had musical uh, idols and influences that wasn't Jay Z and Nas <laughs> to us. You know, we was listening to UGK, that meant everything to us, and that's a hundred percent accurate. You know, uh, Scarface is considered a goat to a lot of people in the South, and yep. his name to me is never just casually thrown out there, but it should. He was there, spearheaded all-time great group. Had a legendary solo career. Like, what more do you not want to have a solo career? People have hit me up all day over oh, this weekend or oh, last week on Twitter talking about the six in the diary that these are five of my classic albums. They like, are. So and you listen. Right, when you right, hit me up, listen. when you hit so me up, is, hold on. When you hit me up, what did I tell you about the fix? Though when you, when, we, when you and I talk about the fix off here, I told you that was a four and a half mic album, right? Yes. It is a four Absolutely. and a half mic album. No, but so 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 what I'm saying is that you know. I think we this this whole when you name the best rappers you just you you if you don't put Jay Z and Nas in there somehow you're exposing that you may not you may not know what you're talking about. Dude, you can have both of those guys out if you want to. You can have a list that represents your hip hop experience. That's how I feel, and I will always feel away with hip hop. Right, but of course, let me ask you a question about this post that somebody just sent me right now. I'm reading this from Ninth Wonder, okay. It is on my, I just got this right now. I need your take on this. It says, let me, I'm going to get it off real quick. It says, listen, man, I cannot debate your favorite. We can all like what we like. We can have opinions. We can have our favorites. This is a favorite versus technique, process, skill, conversation. And I swear to God, I hate to do this. But let me speak from a professional almost 20 years in this game. Perspective from sitting in the studio constructing songs, guiding artists' perspective. Listen to me. Nas is a great, without question, great rapper MC. There has never really been a difference of the two. That's immediate internet BS, and y'all ran with it. Nas is great, arguably top five. Not many can do what he does and won't be able to do it. Illmatic, along with Doggy Style, is arguably the greatest debut solo effort ever, ever, I said. But Sean Carter, also known as Jay-Z fam, listen to me. He recorded the first seven songs from Blueprint in a weekend with no paper. That's Rulers Back, Take take Over, Izzo, Girls, 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 Jigga That Nigga, You Don't Know, Ola Vito. In a weekend, family, you go to Carowinds with the fam and go to Great Wolf Lodge, and come back on a Sunday, and he got these songs. What? Do you understand what no paper means? Do you understand I watched this man stand against a wall and move his mouth for 15 minutes and constructed a verse, recorded it, 
come out and do it two more times. Imagine doing that your whole career. 14 albums, all the guest verses, guest verses with no paper. No paper, no books, no phone, no nothing. No papaya, por favor. Damn, a biggie quote. That's 30 lines spread amongst 14 studio albums. 14, about 200 songs. What? Do you know how hard that, that is? Some of us can't even remember phone numbers. Reasonable Doubt with no paper and pen, family. He recorded the Black Album in a month. A month to record at that high level in a month. He's the best to ever do it. Jay-Z's an alien. He checks all the boxes. Your thoughts, sir? Uh, from his perspective, I just said that uh, people... Um, he made an argument you wouldn't make for Jay-Z. That's what I'll say. Jay-Z's your GOAT, and you wouldn't make the argument he just made. That was his argument you from his perspective. He, that was an argument he made, and from his perspective as a producer, from what he witnessed firsthand, that's what he said. Now, I would just humbly say, um, nice one, do you know people from Monster Projects? I would say, I would say nice <laughs> one, do you know people from Monster Projects? I do. I know people from Monster Z. And they would tell you about when he used to walk around with his backpack and his rock book. I need somebody to ask Jay-Z this question because it's a question none of y'all are asking because y'all letting him run because he don't write rhymes. Garbage. Um, ask him Jay-Z. That's what he did. Hold on. Why is that garbage? If they wanted to say he sat there and watched the man do that. How's that garbage? Come on, man. All right, all right. Well, Knife Wonder has... I'm telling you what Knife Wonder said. How is that garbage? How is that garbage if he this? Ninth Wonder has a great case to make. Now I'm going to give you a counter case that if I wanted to make one. Um, Chuck D was being interviewed by Talib Kweli, and it was a great, yes. great interview. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is Pac is considered the GOAT to a lot of people, and people will give you a passionate reason why Pac is the greatest of all time, right? They will give you a passionate reason. Chuck D told a story that, it's why it just it will always be impossible for me to put Tupac over Chuck D. Chuck D tells Talib Kweli a story about when Tretch was carrying the bags for Queen Latifah and when Pac was carrying the bags for Digital Underground. And Pac got into an altercation with the police. And Chuck D stopped the show he was doing, shouted out Pac, gave love to Pac. Pac was so mesmerized by that. That meant so much to him that he wrote a letter to Chuck D talking about how impactful, how much that meant to him. You know, this is who Chuck D was to someone like Pac. He was an inspiration. He was an, he's someone who was influential to him. So the, I'm only saying my that. Man, say my that. man, my everybody, man, my man, everybody. Or Chuck D. We're talking about Jay-Z and Ninth Wonder. You're trying to plug I'm, Chuck this D. This is the point I'm trying to make. This is the point I'm trying to okay, make. Yeah. Everybody can make a passionate case to why somebody's the greatest. Nobody can make a compassionate, compelling case to me that Jay-Z's the greatest that I will accept. <laughs> because I know too much about hip-hop. I listen to too much hip-hop. So hold on. You, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You seem to have a problem when somebody has Jay-Z as they go. Why do you have an issue with that? Let me, let me say this. I judge people. I judge you. I judge what you know about hip-hop. I judge why? your catalog. I judge how long you've been listening to hip-hop. So Tama, 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 Tama. You know how much I love hip hop and you know how much I love hope. So you question me because I have Jay Z have Jay Z one of my favorite rappers of all time? All the time. Absolutely I question you. I question how how why? Why is that? Why? Because I don't accept it. 
I don't accept it. We, we, but why don't you accept it though? That's I don't understand. Why would you accept that? Because because I think you're basing it on his success and not oh, his actual art. You know, you coming off like niggas in the '80s should be ranked first because they were here, they were here first. Is that how you want to do it? Yeah, that's how I want to do it. That's how I that's how it. you do it exactly. Now the yeah, truth is coming yeah, out. Yeah. So you feel niggas yeah. like Rock Kim, Chuck D, Slick Rick, yada yada yada, yep. Kane, yep. and these yep. brothers yep. should be ranked ahead yep. of whole because yep. they were here first. Yep. Now it comes yep. out, ladies and gentlemen, here with yep. me. Now yep. my brother watched it's it not, because it's not now. It's not now it comes out because they because they they pioneered a style of hip hop that had never been heard before. And they influenced the guy you think is the greatest, and they were better than him. He's their age. He's the same age as everybody you just named. He's the same age as everybody you just named. And when they were rapping like that, it's nice. He was rapping like Chip <laughs> Wow, that's a nice rapper like Chip Now I'm gonna say something. Uh, now I'm gonna say something. Now I'm gonna say something that no one wants to accept. Go ahead. Jay Z benefited from the death of Biggie and Pac, unlike any other. Ah, let niggas say that before. You're not, you're, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, time out, time out. You're not the first Negro to say that, my nigga. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna let you get that off. You're not the first person to say that, fam. I. He benefited. I hate when niggas go into that benefit bag. He benefited. Let me ask you a question. What kind of? Let me ask you a question. So hold on, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna hold on. Are you telling me that if? Biggie and Pac were still here, right? And that yes. Hov was still releasing the music he had, it wouldn't pop off? Nope. 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 Get the fuck out of here, watch, man. Get the it fuck out of here, my nigga. It would not pop sound off. crazy. It wouldn't pop off. My nigga, I love you like cooked food, but you sound crazy right now. Because artists were better than him. Who was better than him? It wouldn't pop off. I'm telling you it wasn't better than him. Who was better than him? Who were better than him? Biggie was better than him. Biggie, Frank, phenomenal. Gun back up to the waist by the abdominal. That guy. That guy was, it was better than him. Crazy. Are you basing that it? guy. That Are you basing this on what? Biggie. You're basing this on 97? No one's that guy. Are you now, basing this on 97? Barbecue Bar Mitzvahs. That guy was better than Jay-Z. Better at planning. Better at aspect of that. Okay, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Number one, hold on. Hold on. I'm not mad at you. Hold on. better than whole. Excuse me? Say it again. So, anyway. So, so, so. No, no, say it again. No, 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 no. So, Say that last part. Biggie, that's your money. Biggie better than whole. All day, every day, nigga. Ain't no debate to it. Ain't no debate to Time it. Out. You Time out. Time out. Time out. You don't know nothing about hip-hop. Yeah. I call yeah, why? Why is that? that. Why? 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Fams. I say that. Fams, let me ask you a question. You act like Biggie was, that's one thing I like big. And I'm not mad if a nigga says big, like, they like big more than whole. But I'm going to say this, though. You have the gall to make no, him your chest out like that. Hold on. Better than Hope. I don't like Big My nigga, that's not, that you, that's the margin is not that hard. I don't, I don't, two albums, with two albums, and whole catalog is bigger than Biggie's. My nigga, that makes no sense. That makes zero sense. Dude, everything better than Jay-Z. Like what? Everything better. You want me to really talk about it? I don't think Jay-Z's a top. Ten. I think Black Thought raps better than him. I think Five and Watch raps better than him. I think Voice <laughs> Nine raps better than him. I think M raps better than him. I 
are saying they like Jay Z from '96 to to what to whenever his last album. What's wrong? Especially all right, niggas will say Jay from '96 to Blueprint, right? Hov is on his pin game. Why do you know so much Jay lyrics, then, my brother? Because like Jose, you like the OJ, you like the OJ by the old You like the OJ. Two thousand three, I liked your music, and me and you did an appreciation, and if you did appreciate, why don't you put it up so people could know that I know Jay music? And you know what the, the crazy thing is? I know Jay music more than anybody do know. Nah, no, you don't. Not more than me. Not more than me. Forget. That's a fact. More than not more than me because I listen to more than you do. I listen to more than you. I listen to more holes than you till right now. Yo, 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 you right. You don't listen to more hope than me. Because you listen to yeah. four for four. I don't. You listen to my guitar. <laughs> you listen to the Jay-Z, Jay-Z, album. I don't. So, yeah. That whole uh, oath to, to never happen. Yo. Absolutely. You be, yo, sir. I don't. You right. Uh, I'm not going to let you do that. I'm not going to let you diss American Gangster. I'm not going to let you diss American Gangster. No, 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 no. I'm not going to let you get that off. I don't know why you don't like American Gangster. I don't know how you don't like American Gangster. It's weird to me. When you talk you about don't like American from Gangsta. the 90s to 03, yeah, nobody can talk about that hoax to me. But the 06, tell me what you got, hoax, to Marcy Miho. My nigga, don't do that. Don't do that. Because you make it sound like Marcy? that's the only song, Kingdom Come. My nigga, don't you're do that. No, that. no, no, no. Do not make it sound like Kingdom Come Tom was the Ford. only song on, 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 on that album. Tom Ford. Tom Ford. I didn't um, like Tom Ford. That's Magna Carta. That's Magna Carta. I, we can't. Let's I talk, my nigga. That's my point. You know I don't like Magna Carta albums. What are you talking about? I don't listen to that. I like Picasso, baby. I like another one of my two more songs on it. I don't like Magna Carta. Picasso, baby. I do like Picasso, baby. I love the beat. You love hip hop, and you and you bring Picasso, baby, to the table with me. Yeah, I like Picasso, baby. Yeah, on that album. Not talk about when you bring Picasso, baby, to the table. That's Why not? We're talking about Jay Z's project. We're talking about Magna Carta. Trash. Are we not? Trash. Trash. Are we not talking Magna Carta? Like that album was. Like that album. That was the best song. That was one of the best songs on there, though. That was one of the best songs on there. That's a fact. Don't make it sound like I like Magna Carta. We're not doing that because we know I don't like Magna Carta. All right. Slow your roll, nigga. Fuck type of time you on, buddy. Nigga don't like you can't hear your voice. You don't even cook it out of like what's wrong with you? Why you don't like old oh, my nigga? Relax. You don't gotta get at you like damn. <laughs> top ten lyricists. Because it's not a top ten lyricist in the history of hip hop. So why are people love hoes so much then? Um, it's, can I tell you one the real answer? It's a media myth. It's a media myth. Everybody I talk to does not think favorite rapper. It's a myth. Everybody I talk to does not think Jay Z is the greatest rapper of all time. Well, there are people is, who love Lil Wayne more than him. There are people who love Scott more than him. There are people like me who love Biggie more than him. People who the narrative with people in hip hop media will say, "Oh, Jay Z is the greatest rapper of all time, right?" So when someone like Ellie Wilson says that, then his young little stupid ass Cody G B dot will say, "Oh yeah, Jay Z is the greatest." <laughs> because, because my old my older homie saying it. So then Rob Markman will say, oh, yeah, my older homie saying it, so I got to say it because I want to make sure people respect me at the table. I respect the table if you come to the table and you give me your That's not a full credit. fact oh, what you're that. saying, I'm sir. That's not a full fact what you're saying. That's because Submit. niggas, because Rob, because Ray, no, Ray, 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 like, oh, Rob Markman's going to go with it. Nice wonder. Nice, nice wonder. Nice wonder. Check this out. Reasonable doubt was never <laughs> better than the dog is now, but Illmatic. I think that's your fact. 
Because you're too fake. You got reasonable doubt. It's not better than Gordon Stout or Elmatic. And I'll tell anybody that today. Thank you. It's sitting at the table, though. It's sitting at the table, though. It's sitting at the fucking table, though. I know that. I know reasonable doubt is sitting at the table with Elmatic and Doggy Style. I do know that. That's what I do know. That's what I know. It's better than Doggy Style, and they better than Elmatic. And then hip hop is sitting at the table. What albums were better? I can tell you it's what better than ready to die. Better. It's better than ready to die. And nice wonder. It ain't better wonder. than ready to die. It's better than ready to die. I'm talking about what nice wonder said. And nice wonder, you 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 highlighted doggy style no matter. Cause I'm talking about what you brought up with uh with nice wonder's post. I'm telling you, right. I'm you fucking face, nice wonder. <laughs> Jason, no album better than doggy style and Elmatic. I would tell any rapper, any hip hop media guy, he has no album better than those two albums. Now what? My nigga, they sit at the table. They sit at the table. When somebody home, when somebody got home with the goat, I lose respect for you. Because that means you're you can't. How? You got hip hop media out here just discovering Black Thought and Voice to Five Knock a Rap. And I'm supposed That's to respect people. Come on, get out of here. People just now learn That's black rap because he do No, Because no, no. he can touch the songs. Some of Gazelda, they just now decided that they know he can rap now. My man, Cole ain't <laughs> spitting like that, B. He Listen, never was, though. I totally agree with you when you say that certain niggas all of a sudden act like you're not talking about this ad nauseum. Like, niggas want to get graph props now. Niggas want to get black thought props now. You get what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden, niggas think they just, they just became nice. When you know what I'm saying? I, and I feel like. 1996, right? Yes. 1996, Illidolf Half Life came yes. out. That was the same reason Belt came out. But. Black Thought has never stopped rapping. So tell me what exactly Hope did that made him a better MC than Black Thought since 1996. <laughs> they both got albums in 1996. Tell me. I like I Reasonable Doubt more than Ella Duff Half Life. I like Reasonable Doubt more than Ella Duff Half Life. I don't. I don't. Anybody wants to break that? I do. I don't. Your brother's telling you right now, I fucking like Illmatic. I mean, Reasonable Doubt more than that. Yeah, and I tell you this you right are, now. It, I tell Black you what, I tell you what, I'm Reasonable doubt. I, like, I, I got Black a reasonable doubt over. Black Thought and Outrapping Holes. Black Thought and Outrapping on the Eladon Plus album. Since y'all, since everybody's decided. That's, 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 that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. Why? Hold on, hold on. Answer your question. Hold on. What makes Black Thought Fam, fam, hold on, hold on. Breathe, my nigga. What makes Black Thought a better lyricist in 96 or old? Listen to the songs. I want to hear this. Better what you mean, listen better, to the fucking better, songs, better, my nigga? Better, Come on. Better, Black Thought didn't say better, nothing better than the Eagles. Black Thought did not say nothing better than the Eagles, my nigga. You're bugging. You're bugging the fuck out. No, he did not. No. Concerto no. Desperado, his verse on clothes. I got Concerto of Desperado, his verse on clothes. His verse on clothes is better than Jay-Z's first verse on, on, on the Eagles? Yeah. Fucking bugging, my nigga. Yeah. Fucking bugging. You fucking bugging. Stop remain mellow. And not for nothing. Black Thought might be wrong, my nigga. Black Thought? Black Thought? Black Thought? Both of us can't talk, man. My nigga, both of us can't talk, man. One of us got to talk at a time. I'll let you talk. All right. Let me, let me. I'm going to let you talk, my nigga. Hold on. I'm going to let you talk for the feedback so they get back. Let me just get some shit off. I'm not as hype as you. I'm saying this. Black Thought might not even have the best verse on clones. It's not even his concrete evidence that he had the best verse on Chrome. He wrote a Black Thought first. Like, what are we talking about here? I love Black Thought. Don't get it twisted. But you're making it sound like Black Hope Thought. is not an ill lyricist. Crazy. You're crazy. Black Thought 
on Philadelphia Half Life in 1996. Because this is why I'm exposing people who don't know nothing about Jay Z or Black Thought. This is how I expose you. I'm telling you to your face with a straight face, Black Thought on Illidan Half Life without rapping Hove on Reasonable Doubt. I don't believe that. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I know you don't agree with it, but I'll tell you what. I know what I heard. I heard Nas rapping in 96. I heard Black Thought rapping in 96. Oh, you was not at that table in 1996. You wasn't at that prophecy and a warning. Table, really? To all you act like you got that Stop lying, because I was out here. I was outside. I was outside in 96. I both of us outside, so you're not the only one that was outside, Negro. Well, was, We're both outside, sir. Outside. We're outside, both of us, 96, and right? You, and I'm telling you guys, so the black thought that you guys, you know, guys, you know, guys, the black thought that's on Eminem's album that you've decided, y'all, <laughs> that he can rap now? Guess what? In he dropped what I would call the Roots' greatest album, which is called Illidor Half-Life. And on that, the lyricism on that album by Black Thought was better than the lyricism on Reasonable Doubt. I strongly disagree with that. I strongly disagree with that. Strongly. You're disagreeing with disagreeing with prime Black Thought. Like you disagree with me if I tell you. Yeah, you're, you're disagreeing with you're disagreeing with both. But politics, politics as usual. Jay Z's second verse of politics as usual. Like what are we talking about? Yeah, politics as usual. I will tell, I will tell you what we're talking about. We're talking about Concerto of a Desperado, the song on, on Ilda Path Life. I'm talking about Respond, React by Black Thought. I'm talking about his verse at home. The whole, I, I'm talking about you and I verse at war with Common. That song, album, Black Thought, on circles around JC. And anybody who's a true circles around home. Wait a minute. Why? Oh, quote unquote, Bob Head knows this to be a fact. That's why I don't respect people who think over some great lyricism dude who brings something that they never heard before. When I'm telling you, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What you ain't talking about? Son, son, son. I'm letting you get your bars off. Let me get my bars off too, though. Why are you making it sound like people saying that Jay Z was the best lyricist ever in '96? No one ever said that. I've never said that. People were very like, reasonable doubt this is a great album. Right? You mm-hmm. Right. And, I'm telling, and what I'm telling you is I'm ripping the mask off, the myth of reason without. That's his greatest album? He couldn't. Can't knock the hustle. Can't knock the hustle. I'm feeling it. Can I live? I mean, what are we talking about here, son? Like, Cashmere thought Jay-Z's verse on Bring It On? On Regrets? We're talking about the fact. We're talking about the fact that Blackboard still rapped better than him in 96. That's always not better than him. Blackboard is a Let me put a Blackboard this week. Black Thought is the guy, when Joe Budden came on the show, Joe Budden said, I'm the greatest lyricist of all time. I'm better than everybody. As soon as I said Black Thought name, he shut up. As soon as I said Black Thought name, I said, Yo, Joe Because you know Black Thought is an ill lyricist. Shut up. Because you know Black Thought is an ill lyricist, my G. That's your argument, right? They are. So you said. No, my argument was not the best to win it. My 
without more than capital punishment. I like reasonable without more than capital punishment. Ability. I'm talking about somebody's ability to rap. Pun's lyrical ability to rap that I heard on Capital Punishment was more impressive mm-hmm. to me than King's lyricism on effing reasonable doubt. I love In the Middle of I Italy, but I love all that. But that doesn't take that away from all right now, and I love it. Let me tell you, you are right now talking about who on reasonable doubt was literally better than Pun on Capital Punishment. You say Jay on reasonable doubt is better than Black Door or Philadelphia Hotline. I mean, you basically jumped out the window with no problem. That's you not jump. I, well, hold on. Can I say something? No, sir. Sir, let's have a conversation. By me saying that, watch, that doesn't take anything away from Black Thought. The difference between you and it I takes is this. Everything from, it you're takes try, everything hold on. From, by, by you're trying to take shit away from Hove, I'm not discrediting. Hold on. I'm not discrediting Black Thought. You're trying to discredit Hove. But you act like Hove never spit dope bars. It'd be so weird to me that you Hove, act like Hove that. Hove spit dope bars. Watch this whole spit dope bar. This wasn't better than puns on Capital Punishment, Black Thought on Illidus Half Life. What? So you, so you, what? so let me ask you a question. You like? No, and Big Doc, Elliot Wilson. Look at them. You, here's the thing. You got a whole JT to go team that you can run to. But I, but, but the real hip hop that I know, people who are in the hip hop like that, none of them got hoes to go, boy. That's why I love every time. That's why I love every time I interview his peers. His peers never say that. Yeah, this thing is awesome. This thing is hilarious. This thing is hilarious. Hilarious. It's hilarious, man. That's what it is. Watch, take us home, man. Take us home, my chief. Take us home, man. Peers say hip hop, the home of triple C's. Triple Why is the triple C's the home of triple C's? Why? I said triple C's. For triple C's from um, Terror Squad? Oh, yeah, yeah. Triple six, oh, you know what I'm talking about. Isn't that great? Wow. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Why are we figuring out Triple C, though? Here's why. Here's why. Here's, you know why? Because me and you both have the Terror Squad album, don't we, three? Don't <laughs> yes. We? But we didn't care about yeah, Triple C. And we both, and, and, and wait, on Triple C, we're doing Capital Punishment, wasn't he, three? Yes, he was. So we know who he is, right? So yes. we know who he is, right? Me and you can have a conversation about Triple Six. If we but will we, well, hold on, watch, yeah, hold on, watch. Will we agree? <laughs> hold on. Will we agree that Cuban Link's Cuban Link got more love than Triple Six, though? Yes, I absolutely will agree on that. So why are we going to yes. Triple? I mean, Triple Six and Armageddon and them niggas. I mean, come on. Right. You see, the, I love Armageddon Prospect. Tony Sunshine. Tony Sunshine. All right, let me ask you a question. What do we do with Terror Squad as a group, though? Where do we rank them as a group? Are they? Do we, we rank them at all? As a group? Yeah, yeah, they had a nice run. They had, when Ken was alive, Terror Squad had a, a very fun, impactful run. Absolutely. I'll tell you how I know it. When that Terror Squad album came out, why did we get it? Why do you mean you get that album? Without, with with no delay. We didn't need to hear nothing. Why did we go cop? Because of pun. We didn't, listen. So do you think everybody bought Rick Ross's crew with torch and gunplay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes niggas die here say they like triple they like um gunplay more than Rick Ross. Uh, it's how funny I have heard niggas say that here in Miami. It's kinda wild. You know what I mean? Niggas fuck with gunplay I heavy though, my nigga. I ain't gonna hold you though. I wasn't the biggest Tony right. Squad fan. Even though I, even though I felt Tony Sunshine they should have blown up a little bit more because he had the girls liking him. I thought he could have popped off a little bit more when Ja Rule and them was out. Yeah, he had a, there was a lane for Tony Sunshine, though. Can we agree with that? There was a lane for that? That's what we're getting, we're getting Tony Sunshine talking on PSA about 
Think like, Tony Sunshine, what up? And we gave you triple, triple, C, C, triple C. It's like that. It's pun and prospect. Pun on a song called Capital Punishment. The lyricism on Capital Punishment. Yeah, I'll put it against the evils. I'll put it against politics as well. Yeah, puns and lyricism flowing to living on the song Capital Punishment. That song alone. That's my song nigga, like no, not for nothing. I, I'm, I'm the nigga that said pun. Yes, I have. Fam, I'm the nigga that said. Or super lyrical with Black Thought, by the way. Because Black Thought is funny. Black Thought is on that big pun album. Wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. Yo, this nigga is JP. It's not even funny though. It's hilarious. I love Capital Punishment. I just don't have I don't like I don't have it over reasonable doubt though. Did it sit at the table? I know. Yes. Now if I, if I have to listen, my nigga, I'm a nigga that says pun is lyrically better than Biggie. I got I got beat up for that. You hate it when I said that. I got I had lyrically I think pun is better than big. Lyrically. Okay. Lyrically. Okay. Do you, you want to talk about pun second album or not? You want to talk about that, right? I love Pun's second album. What about Pun's You second love Pun's second album? You yeah, love, love Pun's second album? You love Pun's second album? I kicked it with Sunkiss about that album in front of Fat Beats when he was selling his mixtapes. He was like, yo, my name is Sunkiss. You know what I'm saying? I said, yo, my man, I know who you are, man. You are Pun's album, man. One of my favorite songs is the song you got with Pun. And he liked hearing that. He was like, yo, good looking. And did I, and I copied Stop gassing these right rappers up. Right Can off you stop gassing these rappers up when they be in your face? I Can you stop gassing these niggas? Kiss his mixtape in front of Fat Beats. And you know what's great about this story, three? You know exactly who Sunkiss is. Yes, you know the guy, man. You know exactly yes. who he is. Yeah, I know. I know. The PSA hip hop. We can really talk hip hop outside of what. Because PSA hip hop. Hip hop. Yeah, Wayne O'Brien. This thing is lit. Don't even know who these people are. Yo, watch this is lit. And as long as my brain. As long as my brain. My brain is like a factory constantly creating. As long as. I know Jesus. I love this watching. This watching right here. I love this thing. We're going this type of time. I know politics is usual. I know politics is usual. And the evils make everything to you. Well, men at work meant everything to me. So hold on. Wait a minute. Are you going to tell me? Are you Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, watch, watch, watch. Are you saying there's joints on Reasonable Doubt that didn't touch your soul? No, see how you see how he gets quiet, right? Y'all see how he gets quiet? Y'all see how he gets quiet? Y'all niggas see how Watts got quiet right there? Because he knows. He was outside in 1996, man. He was outside, man. In 1996, let me, let, me, let me give you a hip-hop. Let me give you something hip-hop, right? Because this is, this, is this is where you don't get hip-hop talk from anywhere, right? 1996. There were collaborations, right? There was Brooklyn's Finest. There right. was um, there was on Muddy Waters, Method Man and Red Man had a song. Red Man and K Solo. Red Man and K Solo. Let's not do that. Red Man and K Solo on Muddy Waters. Come on. And Red Man and Method Man. Broken language. Had a song called Do called, called Do What You Feel and I'm a Follow. And on the Firing Squad album, <clears throat> MOP had a song with you <clears throat> produced produced by DJ Premier. I liked all those songs better than Brooklyn Finest. All of the songs I just said, I liked better than Brooklyn Finest. I definitely like Fix Your Guns better than Brooklyn Finest. Please tell me, please tell me, 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 tell me,
Cool G Rap and MOP produced by DJ Premier. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Brooklyn's finest. Which one would you like better? That's all. I'm I, I, I stick like. Your guns. Stick to your guns. Stick to your guns. Better. I'm trying to shit on hold, my nigga. I'm trying to shit on hold, man. I like stick to your guns. I love that drink. Yeah, what? I did. Wait a minute. Why? The beat is fire. The beat is fire, and I love MOP. And everybody was spinning. It's just a gutter. I like the gutterness behind it. It was real gutter. It was more. I like gutter music. You know that? It was more gutter. Yeah, than I know. Yo, yo, tell me. Yo, three, I know that. I know that. I know that. That's why it was very easy. That, that's why that. That, was a, that was a very easy song to go to 96, the year Brooklyn's Finest came out. And then I just took another collaboration in 96. That was better than that. And, of course, you knew it was true. That's all. Listen, I've said numerous times, I like Smooth Hustle's album, Once Upon a Time in America. That's what I was playing a lot in 96. I'm making no bones about that. While the rest of you niggas was playing Tupac, All Eyes on Me, I was playing Smooth Hustle. Anybody want to speak that? I know niggas hate when I say that. They hate when I say that, right? Niggas hate when I say smooth. I was rocking smooth. I swear. More than Tupac. They hate that shit, but it's the truth. Why do I kill niggas when I say that once? I don't know. You talk to the comment They get mad. The niggas get literally mad and shit. Like, fam. I'm trying to shit a whole my niggas, all right? That's what it is, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. Three and watch. Yo, we got a lot of things we're working on, y'all. Y'all going to hear a lot of us in the last next couple of days. I don't want to talk about it, but we're going to put a lot of appreciations out, a lot of recaps, um, revisiting albums. Old, I know y'all said battle rap. I got on watch about it. Hopefully, we recap some battles. There's some battles he talked about. You want us to recap, too? So, fuck with your boys, man. I know the vibes already, man. One. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.